Welcome back to uh, episode eight. And uh, I would like to share with you this time the treatment of a gummy smile. Uh, in a very short time, I'm going to go over it and we're going to cover almost everything related to it. So with that, I'm going to start with this case. I picked this case, uh, particularly difficult not to show a simple thing because it has a lot of interesting variants uh, included in it. This is a uh, 17, uh, 18 years old, a young female going to college, and she has finished her orthodontic treatment. And you can see here the thin gums that she has uh, with, due to her thin phenotype, as we spoke before earlier in the different episodes. And that should have been uh, looked at before the ortho. And two, you can see that she has thickness on the top that is different than the mandibular or the bottom front. And that's what the interesting in human beings, they are different. We are different in every tooth. It doesn't, it can't be generalized. So that's why the eye has to be very critical when we are assessing this kind of cases. On this case in particular, the more complicated thing about it, it is that she has a wear down and uh, she has some plaque buildup, obviously, wear down of the teeth, as you can see, they are worn down. Uh, and uh, let me go back. And now all, also, you can see that she is very, what we call triangular on the top part, and that is very difficult uh, to fix uh, because it's a, uh, the tooth is not square tapered as almost every tooth that we have in the general population. Some people have a multiple facets of a uh, tooth in this in particular case. And I'm going to call her for argument, uh, Miss Jones. She has a triangular shape on the cervical part that makes it very challenging and very interesting to treat. So having said that, Let's uh, look at her uh, side views. You can see here on the opposite than the bottom, she has a thick bone, and we're going to see how we're going to determine that uh, and diagnose it uh, properly. And when we look at the right side, it's almost the same thing. This young girl, instead of getting an expansion of her uh, uh uh, arches, she got actually a retraction. As you can see, the teeth are moved in. Uh, boom. That's not for me to discuss. That's an orthodontic thing. But nevertheless, uh, I can tell you this is not great for her in the long run. By restricting her space for the tongue, that will re uh, leave her with a restricted airway. So moving along, we can see here also the occlusal uh uh, finish of the orthodontic and you can see what I mean by not perfectly done and you can see how the teeth are moved in and blocking the space for her tongue so her tongue is constricted the only thing it does it goes back and that will block the airway the same thing on the top you can see instead of having a nice expanded especially here you see how they are constricted in so Nevertheless, the ortho uh, was not done perfectly. Uh, and now we have a shortened teeth and one down. So when we do the uh, assessment or the uh, digital smile design here, I want to thank uh, Dr. Farahani, 
Shreman Farhani for the work that he did, uh, assisting me and supporting me in this case to do the beautiful work. And always the prosthodontist will get the final uh, clap because they will show the uh, the jewels on the teeth. Uh, but nevertheless, there is a uh, teamwork that is behind the scene that is very essential. So with uh, Ms. Jones here, you can see the, uh, again, following the dental design, uh, we can see how we can give her a mock uh, design ahead of the treatment. This is how she is. This is the 3D printed model, and this is where the future is heading. I think uh, I've been lecturing for that about that for some time now. Now it's not anymore the future. It is the uh, reality. And you can see in this case the difficulty with the planes of occlusion on both sides that they are not uh, harmonious and with the excessive uh, abrasion on the front teeth. And that's why I picked this, uh, this case, not to give you something simple, but nothing less. It's complicated, but can be treated. And here, this is a mock-up of her uh, uh, temporary, uh, how they will look with the final at, as done uh, in the future. So uh, to design these things, nowadays we rely on the digital technologies. And here you can see that we have a, we take an intraoral scan and we take a CBCT uh, and then we will combine them together. And as you can see here, and then after we combine them, uh, we can export also uh, the bone structure or the jaw and we can take it to mesh mixer. And in mesh mixer here, we designed a uh, a surgical guide. Now this can be done also with ExoCAD. There's a different software and there's so many of them, but nevertheless here we used a mesh mixer, which is a, a free uh, software online. It's really very smart. Uh, it takes a lot to learn it, but uh, it's really uh, can help you tremendously. So this is the design of the guide, and you can see the two parts of it. This is the uh, the gum part, and that is the bony reduction of three millimeter. So uh, based on that, this is how it will fit over the guide, over the model on her teeth as they are. And this is how it looks clinically. Now, I want to tell you the guides are over... Uh, Overpromised with them. Um, in reality, you will have some issues. They will be very accurate when it comes to the centrals and the laterals, and then they start getting off uh, from the canine and back. And that's why the clinical experience is extremely important in these cases and understanding the aesthetic uh, design uh, very carefully before uh, relying on this uh, on these guides. So we go back to the uh, design or the uh, bony structure. And this is very important because now you're going to see, and this is where it makes a huge difference. You have to study the case before going. And then people tell you, well, you can take a small instrument and you can uh, trim the bone from under the gum or use the laser. And somehow the laser will solve all the problems. But in reality, always go back to the fundamentals. And the fundamentals never change, and that is true. This is one of my charisms, but it is so accurate. So look at here, 
you can see that the bone on the front of the teeth of the maxillary centrals, and if you are a dent uh, dentist, the buccal side, you can see it's very thin. And I put the blue line to show you the bone level from the gingival margin. So here the bony reduction is very limited, but what I want you to pay attention is at the same level, but now back posterior, you can see the bone is very, very thick, exactly how I said, distal to the canine all the way to the back. And this is why the rebound of these cases is extremely high. Take a look now when we uh, get a little bit fancy in animation, and you can see the bone on the premolars. Look how thick it is. And it is almost at the CEJ. So this is what the beauty of having all of this information ahead of time. Now, people will argue this is too much radiation. But at the end of the day, you want to treat those patients. And you want to treat them accurately and efficiently. Because it's a surgery. This is not a joke. So you're not going to do it twice and three times. And the cost for the patient becomes bigger. And for you as a practitioner and annoying for the patients. So with that, we start using the laser first and we will trim the margins exactly where we want them. And you can see here, I put the pencil to identify the posterior part because now I'm gonna open a flap on the posteriors and that will be my guide for the reduction of the bone. And just not to be too uh, much of uh, showing uh, 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 pictures with blood because this is open for the public. You can see now the lines and you can see now the bone thickness and the th bone difference between the line and the future. So now we can go and we can start the reduction. And after we finish the reduction, we suture the flap with a apically repositioning uh, suture uh, on the buckle to move them to the new levels that we want. And that is the final result after everything was done. Now, when we look at how she was and how she ended, you can see this is a tremendous uh, advantage for the patient with a very challenging phenotype and shape of the teeth. Huh? I want you to remember, this is a very, very challenging shape of the teeth. Uh, it could have been, again, I am going to invite Dr. Farhani. He will talk more about it and the challenges from a prosthetic point of view in regard to the uh, opening the bite, uh, how to fix it, uh, also how to expand the ridge as he did. And that I will leave it to him to talk about the uh, minutia of, uh, of aesthetics. And I will be interviewing a few of my colleagues uh, on top of Dr. Farahani in that subject. And this way will give an idea for the listener and for the providers that want to uh, see how we do things between me and my uh, colleagues that I work with them. It would be great and would be very beneficial for everybody. So I hope that you enjoyed this case. I don't want to uh, dwell too long on it more. Uh, but this is a very important thing that you're going to see that a case of uh, gummy smile treatment, it's not as easy as people will say. Uh, it needs a lot of planning and not only from an aesthetic point of view, but also understanding your terrain, understanding your structure of bone before you start 
reducing or uh, removing gums. And just to give you an idea also on the importances here, we have to go back to the chart that we talked. Not only we probe and we'll see that it's healthy, but also we measure the amount of keratinized tissue that will allow us to reduce in order for us to get the length of the teeth that are important for this patient. So as you can see, this is a continuity step by step. So the charting is very important. We do the diagnosis, the imagery will give also certify everything. So this patient had a periodontal help with excessive gingival display and a thin phenotype on the mandible. And that goes back to the same thing that we talked about with the uh, diagnosis. So with this, um, I would like to end it with this beautiful picture that I took in Ithaca, New York. Um, I spent a week over there and it is so beautiful. And this is a beautiful sunset. With that, I want to thank you for uh, listening as always uh, and for participating and making our podcast successful. We did hit over uh, 500 downloads and I want to really be thankful for you. Also, I, uh, I'm i going to announce that I'm, uh, I'm at the pre-launch uh, pre of my book, uh, Practical Clinic, uh, Clinical Perio and Implant Dentistry. It is available right now if you want to buy it at Amazon. It will, uh, for this is for the providers, for the uh, dentist, the prostodontist, periodontist, uh, student periodontist, uh, student dentist. Uh, this, uh, this is a very interesting book because we made it simple. Um, and it is with the important uh, necessary information needed. It is a compilation of over 25 years of education. I did it in collaboration of my colleagues, faculty at NYU when I was uh, running the program over there. It was a great collaboration and I hope you will buy it and you will be finding it interesting. With that, I want to uh, thank you for uh, coming to the uh, and attending this podcast. And I look forward to work with you and to give you more information in the near future. Thank you.